Welcome to Exploring the Ozarks, where we tell the history and stories of locations, places, and people that make up the Ozarks. Here's Matt! On the other side, actually. This time. I know, it's weird. You're next to me. How does I that am. feel? Hold on, the audience. Oh, have yeah. a seat, everybody. Guys, we're, we're in the yeah. Gloys. No, we're not in the Gloys. Oh, no. It's as big enough sound for that, though. I've heard the Gloys sound like that. Yeah. It seems like, anyways. One of these days, you know, we got the people from the Gloys here. Yeah. You know, Jeff and Joy. It's like, we should just be like, hey, you guys should let us record in front of a full audience at some point. You know, just... Just let mm. us in there. Well, mm. <laughs> mystery hour all over again, right? Yeah. No, 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 don't no, look no. at me like that. Here's here's what'll happen: is we'll have Weird Al back, and we'll be like, "Hey, Weird Al, um, before your show, you, you're going to have these two local podcast guys do a warm up act." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Because your normal warm-up act yeah. is hilarious. We want something that's not hilarious. So you seem better by comparison. You could be funny a little bit, but you don't want to outshine, and it would be really hard to with Weird Al. I remember his warm-up act; it was really good. Oh, I'm sure it had to. Have I been. forget the name of the. I should know his he's name. He's with him all the time. I know he is, and but I can't it, think of his name either. But he's been with him. Like, he's with him everywhere. So yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. It was really funny. It was. Hey, that was your deal, Jeff. Um, <laughs> Anyways, uh, David, since you've already said their name, go ahead and say it I again. did, say but I want, no, people want to hear you the say full, it. Oh, okay. They want Jeff, to hear you say it. We have Jeff and Joy Steele from the Galois Theater here in Springfield, and we're really excited you guys are here. Thank you so Thanks. much for being here. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. You guys did the uh, radio show with us a while back, and uh, but the Galois is always something that uh, we started this show because we wanted to tell people about gems in the Ozarks and mm, what's going mm-hmm. on in the Ozarks. And I think at some point we have wanted to have a full like lineup of what you guys are doing for the Gloys to support yeah. you even more because it, we're going to get into it after the intro, but it is a nonprofit. So we want to try to support you guys as much as Thank possible through you. the process. Yes. And you guys are absolutely killing it. But I was there for a tour recently. It is amazing. Oh, we'll gosh. talk a bit more about that again yeah. later, but it, it is almost really, really cool. Chills thinking about where that yeah. place has come to from now. where it was yeah. like, yeah, from like 20 years ago. Oh so. gosh. Yeah. I wish I would have had it growing up, you know, um, now I'm 40, but I get to enjoy it either way. So you can actually afford to go and enjoy it. Yeah. But my, mu- <laughs> my music taste has gotten a lot better over the years too. So uh, I'm thankful for that as well because you guys have put on some <laughs> cool shows and we're going to talk about it a bit. Uh, but hey, everyone. Speaking um, of places to go and see shows, we're at Springfield Studio One. Yeah, there we go. Uh, you are watching Exploring the Ozarks. I'm Matt Graham. This guy over here is David Carr. That's uh, me. Producer extraordinaire. Um, we are here at Springfield Studio One for this podcast. Check them out if you want to record your own podcast such as what you see right here. Yes. Uh, if you want to put on a small play, he also has built a really cool theater. Did you guys yeah. see the theater? Yes, it's awesome. It's like Showed a mini is. version of what you guys are doing, right? It's awesome. But, uh, <laughs> very, very mini. He's put a lot <laughs> of work cool. into it for just one dude to be doing all this stuff. Well, and it's and like it's I told Jeff and Joy, it's meant to seed acts. It's not meant to be like the Galois. It's supposed yeah. to be, you know, if you're just starting out, if you want to get to practice, want to get in front of an audience... Uh, this is a place to go to so you can actually perfect those things and then eventually end up at the Galois in front of a large crowd. Right. Yeah. You know, so, and I yeah. talked to some friends of mine that just came out with the song. They're working on getting an album out, but they've got a song that's really cool about being locked up in jail when you're turning 18 in Stone County. Interesting. Um, but it's it's super cool, actually. They're a really good band. The guys that are in it are some of the best musicians I've ever met. They've just kind of had life get put on hold, you know, for what they want to do. But uh, they put a song out on Spotify, and I was like, hey, you guys need – I've got two reasons why they need to come on. Uh, but the one I said, you guys need to come and actually like film a music video for your song here in our studio. Mm-hmm. And he said, we've been looking to do that because they want to put out something for the music festivals around the nation that yeah. they can go to and play, but not too many bands actually submit videos. Right. It's usually all audio. Right. And these guys are so 
cool looking that I think it would help him out quite a bit uh, because like you that. see his voice yeah. and you see that's him smart. you're like whoa that's not what I expected but uh, but stuff like that is why we, we want to yeah. support local people I know too, I'm so. intrigued now I uh, see yeah. yeah I think you're going to have them at the Galois sometimes so. okay um, and if 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 we could at least get them in there, then I'll go be the audience. I don't care. We've got a fake audience right here we can use. I don't have it. I need this isolated, I think. But if you guys want to do a play, if you want to put on a podcast, if you want to come rent a space that looks like a sitcom, you can even go film in there as That's well. That's true as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, A&E has even been here to film have, some yeah. of the documentary series and stuff too, but he doesn't ever talk about it because he's under contract. No. But I can't. I am. Um, he can just say things like that and we keep it very vague. Yes. Um, yep. But, you this know. Is, this is my response usually. <sighs> he has to though. NDAs are bad, um, just like crickets. And mm-hmm. but you know, as far as things you guys want to do, oh, sorry, hit it again. The, oh yeah, but <laughs> this is gonna get bad with that. Oh yeah, but um, what's well, gonna be bad is when I go into the, all of our old podcasts and start finding little snippets of you talking about things, and then I'll just kind of put it all together into a string. Oh, it's like AI over here. Then huh? I'm so, I'm already I'm scared of fast, AI. Though, I already told so. you that, but now you're gonna. Do it for me. Uh, but anyways, so we do have some sponsors lined up. And as I say every show, we're still ironing that out because yeah. we just started this a few months ago back in January 1st, basically. We got about three or four businesses lined up, though. We're getting ready to sign them up. And, oh, yeah. And it's, oh, wait, it's wait. good for us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to say it anymore like that. We just good. the button. I don't have to bring out my low boys. <laughs> so we have business sponsors. We also have Patreon, which is the other thing that I usually talk about. That's your gig. Uh, so Patreon is if you are an individual supporter and you don't necessarily want to spend $1,000 though we will take it if you want to give us that monthly. <laughs> um, but it's for individual supporters that want to do $5, $10, $25 a month. We have currently Terry Carr and Jay Carr, and yes, they are related. Uh, yeah. I'm sure by this point there's probably more as well because we're going to put this one out in a couple months. So yeah. uh, if I haven't said your name, sorry, but we're going to start. We'll have some, we'll do some extra special yeah. things for you because that's part of Patreon. Is one, you get exclusive content. We had a funny conversation before this that may go on there. Hey. <laughs> if Joy allows it. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Those are the fun ones. Nice. Just like, yeah, do yep, that. Yep. And then uh, we also have shout-outs and stuff sure. like that that we give to Patreons. But the big thing is that uh, people when, when people support a show through Patreon, it's because you like what we're doing right. and you want to see more of it. So that's a big reason behind Patreon. It's just a way to give support us without having to make big commitments. And, and it's a way for yeah. us to give back to, to people as well because we do have nonprofits on here. Yeah. Which well, and, and all of our today, guests, but. even musicians that we bring on eventually, I mean, they're all, they come on free. We don't yeah. charge anything for them to tell their stories. Right. Um, and that's through the support that we get from people that on Patreon, business sponsors, all that. Yeah, but nothing you see here is free, right? So it's yeah. it's a way, really, it's not even about money. It's about a way to connect with people that are wanting to be involved in this, you know, because uh, you guys are, you know, one of the few places that people come to in a mass amount of people to, to, to see what you guys do and see what you guys are doing. Um, and, you know, I guess, you know, let's just start talking about the Galois. It's, it's a special place to me. So I know it's probably a special place to a lot of people. Um, you know, knowing where you guys have come from, I do. These people might not um, if they didn't tune into the last show that we had. I thought you were doing a drum roll. Oh, um, sorry, I did too. Amazing. I was like, I feel like I need dude, to that is a different <laughs> button than I saw before. Where's that button? <laughs> it's haptics. It's a foot pedal. No, it's not that one. No, it's not that one. It's not, there, uh, that's kind of. I that was one. waiting for the symbol yeah. to go there off. There it was. So this is where we reminisce. Yeah. Okay, yes. There we go. Yeah. So the Galois, let's talk about how, you know, because back when I was growing up, it wasn't a place. Like, really, you didn't even know it was there. If you were downtown, it was just another empty building. But I believe 
Uh, it still had some lights and things like that around there, but the sign and stuff like that was not the same. Because well, it used it to be now. like an old movie palace, right? Even or and still a theater, right? So, so let's yeah. just even go further back. Let's just give everybody the history of the Galois. Please if you've do. not been to the Galois Theater, it's the gem of Springfield, or there's it's region, almost the crown jewel. I think really, yeah, it is to me. So let's talk about yeah. the origins. Well, the Galois Theater opened in 1926. It's really centrally based out of Route 66. Uh, because this is the birthplace. But if you took, the easiest way to say this is if you took a, a road map of Route 66 and you put a pin light in everywhere that a theater between 1926 and 1935 opened up, then you've got a string of Christmas tree lights. It was really it was really that central to the existence of these theaters. Mm. And the idea was it was really kind of a perfect storm. Vaudeville was still thriving at right. that juncture in time. Mm-hmm. And there was this new technology called silent film that was making mass distribution. Yeah. Certainly, silent films had been in existence for over a decade That was prior. high tech, yeah. though. But it, it was, was. Yeah, that was to go tech. that far in. Was, was the Galois set up for orchestra, or was it set it up was. for the audio? There is, the there, is, there is an orchestra pit there, and yeah, there, was yeah. a, there was a pipe organ, the Wurlitzer was there as well. And so the music would actually, the sheet music would go in those days. Silent films would would be sent with the print of the film and sheet music for the orchestra, the local orchestra, to actually augment wow. the, the visual. That was really produced was cool. then. Wow. Yeah, it was really, really impressive. Well, and often the, the, the organist. And so yeah. a lot of times the theater had a staff organist that was there yeah. for every show. Right. So, so they if you knew. look at the silent film era, I mean, those were some big-time productions just to film, just to screen the film. Oh, massive. Not even making it. And then put only. it all together yeah. with yeah. an orchestra. Massive, massive. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, we have an orchestra pit. The stage that you see it now when you come in has an extension on the front in front mm-hmm. of the proscenium. Oh. Uh, and that's where the pit is we do open it a couple times a year because we have the ozark lyric opera as a resident company oh. and so we just did don giovanni uh two weeks ago oh, and should have gone and so watched we opened that. we That'd opened it cool. up of all and people. the pit's there yeah. and so it's, that's it's unusual pretty great. never seen it yeah that's yeah neat. it's really unusual to see it open but it happens a couple times a year and so so that's fun uh and so for us that was a that was a big part of it so it it existed as a transition house. It's called a transition house uh, okay. whenever it's part vaudeville, part silent film. Yeah, transition because it's talkies. a big stage. I mean, it's not just meant for a theater. It's, it's actually no, much yeah, it's deeper. Than it it's deeper <laughs> for yeah. a film, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's too small for a Broadway type show. Right, and there's yeah. no wing space, so it's right. got the wing space of a movie house. Okay, sure. and so uh, so off it so off it went, and uh, then it went to talkies in the early 30s uh, as vaudeville. Did passed. they play the jazz singer? Is that the first one? Uh, it was not did. the first one that they did, but uh, but I'm sure that Is it that probably played there at some point. <laughs> Actually, no, but that was the I have famous. it on my list of things to watch because it was the very first one. That You've they never had watched audio. it. I haven't. I've seen the clips where they do the audio. Sure. I haven't actually watched the whole. Thing. Sounds like we need to do a screening there. There you go, there Al Jolson. Jolson. You still do yeah, that or too? Here. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Hey. I well, saw. What, you have one coming up in a couple weeks. I wanted to watch. That was a classic. Love. I forget what it was. Well, we have, you know, it's it's funny. I mean, we, we're jumping away from the history a little bit, but I can't tell you that there's a Masters That's what we of, do in this show. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There is a Masters of Silent Film coming out in June yeah. for us that's actually the Petrine Ragtime Society Orchestra that actually does what we're talking about. So we'll really? show a Charlie Chaplin film, a Buster Keaton film, and a Laurel Hardy short. All of these are shorts, and they go together, and they have a live orchestra that comes in, plays off the original sheet that music that so I referenced, cool. and they play with period, authentic instruments no yeah. way and so you you would be able to see it exactly like it was meant to be and these films actually came out these titles came out in 1926 yeah. just so, another so, example of what the Galois is doing right now yeah and yeah. it's crazy because people think silent film 
and they think quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with the orchestra, and oh. I, but they yeah. encourage so much audience participation as part of the whole deal. I didn't realize and that. And it was That's always cool. that way. Okay. And so yeah. they kind of give you a little lesson before it all starts. Of like so it's kind of it's kind of weird then that we go to movies now and just sit and watch. Well, yes. and that's it was what I was very interactive. Yes. But it was when very you go to like the Alamo Draft House, like we used to do Christmas parties there at my other bank, and it was very interactive. They gave you like props and right. stuff like that. Yeah. You're supposed to say that's things really at cool. certain times. It was like reminiscent, yeah. which is. What I really love about the Alamo is they actually have that respect of where they right. came from. Right. And so they would incorporate some of that stuff, just new style, where we had to dress up and stuff like that to go watch National Lampoons, right? Right. right. Christmas <laughs> vacation is what it was. So <laughs> it was very easy to be we, very inappropriate, and they wanted you to be inappropriate. Right. We went to the night. Alamo for when Star Wars came out. My wife actually Oh, it was does, a madhouse. Uh, she does cosplay. So she actually does a really good Ray cosplay. She, like, she has the hair. Princess and Leia and stuff. She had the staff oh, that she oh, built. Ray. Like We actually yeah. 3D printed the staff and everything. Damn. But Amazing. nobody else was dressed up for that. No way. I know. I was really? like, in Springfield? It's, like, it's like a big thing. It's like, and this was like in the opening week too. It wasn't like interesting. Four weeks later, it's like, why is nobody else? I would think that's that fun. that would be the opposite. I know. I was surprised. But, but so we go that from, kind of stuff. I love right. Yeah. So then we go back to the the twenties. How long was it before? It wasn't a thing anymore because that was a major expansion of entertainment and sure. people. Moving did it, did it die with the talkies or did it? It did not die with the talkies. It actually Sorry, thrived the, and thrived until until uh, it it thrived until 1980. Wow. Really, really, malls were what killed it. They because oh, malls killed downtown. Nobody was coming downtown. Nobody's anymore. going to Main yeah. Street yeah. USA. And well, so, movie and theaters so it wasn't true for us. Yeah. And they became multiplexes. Yeah. And some of what we referenced again before before uh, we started rolling was the the aesthetic of the room and how the room plays a role. And a lot of people are like, well, the intimacy of the space, you know, to go in and see, you know, somebody in, you know, the back row of the balcony is less than 100 feet to center stage. That's the worst seat in the house. And so so you think that that's really impressive to the patron, but it's actually true of our guests that come through the back door as well. The performers also are within 100 feet of the back row of their audience. And they can see them and they can... They can That's go a big through. Deal. So well, you, can, you can, can see you. Right. Yeah. And most of the time, you can yeah. get right up to the stage unless you do have right. security in front right. or something to that effect. If it's, what, do you only do that with sold-out shows, or is it certain artists that want No, it depends on... If it's a seated show, then, then, they then they're don't. seated. They're not going to the front well, of the sure. stage. Uh, if it's a general admission show where the, the floor is open, then traditionally you will end up having people going across. You know, And in the world we live in now, yeah. You know, security is an issue yeah. that you, yeah. you have to take seriously because these are just people that right. are serious about they don't know what their community right. is like because they're just here for a day. Yeah, and they, yeah. you know, I mean, you're that close to people. You just yeah. never know what's going to happen regardless, right. you know, right. whether it's you're getting even, sick even or if you're exactly. getting stuff even thrown help. at you. Right. You know? yeah. so, Which those, so those pieces. But for, for us, we went, we went the way that many, many main streets did, and that was, you know, whenever the mall opened – on the south side, suburban sprawl really was the death of Main Street USA, and so these theaters all were closing down. So the theater actually was closed for 26 years. Oh wow! Uh, and reopened in 2006. So and what year did it close? Oh, so it closed in 1980. Exactly. is whenever it closed, and okay. it reopened in 26 in yeah. uh, 2006. See, I thought it was longer. They were closed down actually. So that's, no, that's but it was. Time, but it didn't like close to a full house, right? I mean, right. it was it was dying, and right. then you there's pictures that are really tragic. Joy doesn't like to look at them. Oh. But, the broken marquee, and it says, you know, uh, theater closed. Go see 
go see a film at the Fox a dollar anytime, uh, wow. and there's big holes in it, and and uh, where people that does threw sound rocks sad. Uh, super sad. So who resurrected it in 2006? Springfield, the community. They're just private people. It, you know, it's one of the things that makes the Gillowish unique. A lot of these theaters in the early days were called like the Paramount and the Fox and uh, American and RKO and these yeah. things, and those are those are. Those are movie companies, yeah. Okay. Right, and so so the problem was that if if a company makes the movie, distributes the movie, and shows the movie, that's a monopoly. Mm-hmm. And so Congress came through in the '40s and said, "You can't do all three of those. Wow. You've got to sell something off." And so they said, "Let's sell the most, the least profitable <laughs> aspect, which the is theater. the part that I'm in. Yeah. It's the least profitable <laughs> aspect of this business." Uh, because Thank God they it's a nonprofit. Then they don't have. Then they don't have right. the. Then they don't have the uh, monopoly issue, but they also That's don't have the overhead. Of you all the they things want to and, control the distribution, yeah, yeah. but of all the things to demonopolize. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. It, again, it was a you know, and it still is big business. But yeah. at that yeah. time, it was a, it was a phenomenon. It's the same way we're still trying to figure out, you know, how how they're going to you know Google legislate. Yeah, legislate the internet. That's the no. uh, that's the new trend. But the technologies just change, yeah. and that technology was a new technology. And the government said, "Probably need to get a handle on this. We want a piece." And wow. uh, and yeah. this was it took them thirty years. So it took them yeah. it took them a little bit of time. Yeah, okay. get to that and point. So so that's so that's where it went. And then it reopened. And and so City of Springfield gets involved. Tell me how that works, though, because you're talking like an alliance that had to come together to save it or to purchase it. Like how was it the it was city indivi- itself? It was individuals. individuals. The city was the donors. city really didn't. It was didn't not Help at all, yeah. right. really? Uh, <laughs> Probably hindered you a little so, bit. Was this the point when like OTC was like trying to use it for classes, or would this happen? After no, that was, no, that was OTC came in after. So okay. what happened was just a couple of people that are heroes of mine: Nancy Dornan, Sam Freeman, Gary Ellison. Uh, these people went into the building because they were talking about tearing it down. There was oh. talk that they were going to drop that building. Holy smokes! And uh, and Glad so these guys Jeez. came in and Alan. literally were there. Alan Casey. Alan Casey. Oh, uh, those those I guys like, yeah, came through. Guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. And yeah. they literally s- stood in the lobby as the story that I've heard and said, "Do we really want?" Springfield to lose this mm-hmm. and it had been empty at that point we're talking about 19 the mid 80s 84 85 right. and so th- those three or four people said no let's let's try to figure this out wow. and so so that began the process you know it took them about 12 years and 12 million dollars to put back what Emmy Gilloy's did for three hundred thousand dollars in 1926 <laughs> but um, I see nobody knows that part of it though where the fundraising you know they started somewhere but it took them 12 years to get to that point yeah. right which is a and lot to get of work money, to get money for downtown Springfield then is way Crazy. different than getting oh. money for downtown Springfield now yeah. right you know because yeah when I was in college or right after college right after high school anyways that was 99 2000s early 2000s that yeah. was kind of like when Springfield really did start to pay attention to downtown again, mm-hmm. right? It's almost like it just fell off for so long, and it right. was where crime happened and wherever else. Well, until you have something like the Lois restored, I mean, there's no point in doing anything down there. Well, yeah, that yeah, probably the, really helped drive the restoration but, of right. downtown. But if was you look, that yeah, if you look what happened after yeah. the Galois, now right. you're talking about investors are like, right. oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's right, we do have this downtown, yeah, now. and it's this, gorgeous. It was this what we call the precursor to downtown revitalization, right? Yeah. These guys Gosh. were the ones that literally said, hey, if you if you help us save this space, this mm-hmm. could happen. Yeah. And now we're in a place where this luxurious place that we inherited, you know, we we've you know people have been very generous with their 
with their praise for what's happened since Joy and I got there, and I'm grateful. Oh. But the truth is that we're standing on the shoulders of people that did a whole lot of hard work, yeah. Love that. and we inherited it on you know. Sam on, Sam had to chase people down the street. Sam's chasing people that are stealing the pipes from the oh, Oregon Bay. Oh, you know, oh shit. Uh, down, down the street, literally running down the street, and they're dropping the pipes. I mean, it's like a Laurel and Hardy movie, oh. Uh, oh, and they're but dropping the pipes on the street because they're stealing them for the metal. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Well, that's one of my questions: What happened to the Wurlitzer? You know, what happened to the? It Oregon got destroyed. So much of it. So part of the ceiling collapsed. uh, So you could stand on the stage and find out what the elements were. Was it a Phantom of the Opera sort of situation? It it was uh, (laughs) so much (laughs) less interesting than that. (laughs) It was vagrants with intravenous drug problems. And, and lots uh, of pigeons. I was just really hoping you were going to say somebody dropped a chandelier on the stage. I mean, no, that would have just that would have been amazing. That'd have been really cool. It would it would have made a great movie. Let's yeah. just say that that's Maybe what they happened. Did. Let's just say that's what happened. Hey, in theater, you never let a fact get in the way of a good story. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so the warts it fell over and fell in the middle of the stage and oh, man. anyway. Yeah. So it was basically trash though. By the time oh, you it was completely destroyed. Oh, and so anything sad. that could burn was burned to oh. keep the vagrants warm. Oh. Uh, but because they had a chimney, right? A big hole in the Ceiling. There was a hole in right. the ceiling above go. the stage. But that, that does reference one of the great things about that space, and that's Emmy Gilloy's was a bridge builder from Monette, Missouri, which which is incredibly huh. important because yeah. he built it out of what he knew, which was concrete Structure. and steel. Yeah. yeah. And so and if it was built. a roof, too. Right. And, and if, he built, if he'd built it out of traditional materials, it wouldn't have survived. Oh, been but the fact that we had good bones yeah. after 26 years, we had something to build on, and it's uh, and it's a 12 million dollar renovation. It's a 12 which million is dollar nothing renovation to sneeze at for any no, renovation, yeah. especially but, not in 1985. Right, right, but it's such a beautiful renovation that they did. That uh, I'm assuming there's something that they created to with this nonprofit to keep maintenance alive as well. Uh, on the buildings, so it's a great idea. We should do that. <laughs> so, are you serious? Gonna holy, say, holy, I was going to say because, like, holy crap, what a great idea. idea! I'll help you. <laughs> about a year ago, you had a flood in the right. in the front area of the. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. They, they posted a video on Facebook. It was yeah, like it was, you could literally watch the water falling this from may the be, second this may floor. Be painful. Oh jeez, from the second floor of flood. Talk about what happened? Yeah. Pipe burst or something? Or? No. Oh. I'm not sure about this. So what happened? Did you not fix the hole that the hobos it, made? It came off the roofs. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then made its way into the glory. Well, because it's I, an old building. It's you want me to? Old. Yeah. You want me to tell you the truth? Should I tell him the truth about yeah. what happened? This Please is going to go to the public. I've so never. Think about I've, it first. Never, I've never <laughs> said Safe this space. publicly. Safe space. Now we're going to have so many people watching this. Nobody's watching this. Just okay, that's so not true. here's here's. I was like, I can't hear you. I don't know. Should I do it? I feel like these guys, I can it's trust true. these guys, right? Nobody's watching it. Okay, so <laughs> I'm so glad I'm here. <laughs> wow. To give you so, an idea, though, we did have a couple thousand people watch our last episode. So <laughs> well, here's the deal. I mean, what I'm going to say is it's, it's, it's true. It's just that we've never talked about it and, it, and it's an interesting reality. So if you look at it, if you look at the Gilloys from a bird's eye view, mm-hmm. you have three different buildings. It's a complex, right? You have Dublin's Pass is, I'm a landlord to Dublin's Pass, okay. which was Netter's building. That was a department store. That predates mm. the mm-hmm. theater. Oh. Okay, so when you look at that, and then the entryway, that narrow little 80-foot by 20-foot entryway, right. that was a laundromat in 1926. It pre it predates. So you the went theater. through the laundromat to get to the so, glories, technically. That's right. Proper. He, he rented Emmy leased that for a hundred years because he desperately wanted to be on route 66, which was park central lease St. Louis Mm. street. Yeah. So he rented the closest space that he could get. And then he built on olive street. So the theater is the newest piece of the center. Okay. And it's 96 years old. 
Okay, so that lobby, that flat roof on the lobby sits up against the neighboring building okay. that is residential. Right. And uh, and those oh. residents would open the door, open their window, and throw their empty bottles onto our roof. So the bottles filled up. The bottles filled. In. The I, bottles I filled the filled the, the drain. Yeah, the scupper. The scupper yeah, like and job. actually actually good. went into the building and and oh, caused this. Damn. And so it's literally it's it's a it's a big deal. It was Gosh. a big deal. Now they How don't much? have any liability. There's nothing we can do about it other than right. say. Because that could have been people walking by, throw it in there, or whatever, too. It's if it's a roof. If they want to chuck it up on top of it, I gotta break it on. I'm pretty sure it's from the windows of the residence next door. Uh, and so, but that's the uh, hard part to actually, prove. Too. What I'm getting here is it doesn't matter. Matt yeah, is confessing to what he did for the past yeah. ten years. Good to know. Like, so it's all Matt's fault. I threw stuff up there. This is where you put in the video. This is where you put in the video of him doing hoop shots over and over again. Do you guys remember? I don't know if you ever played this computer game where you had monkeys throwing bananas. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's what it was. It's like Oregon Trail to me. We did get it fixed. It's got a. It's got a grate over the top of it. Okay. Good. Yeah. Water We had Yeah. Everything's been. Yeah. The theater's gone through a marvelous piece of work over the last. Even the last year, we've tuck pointed the entire building, put a new roof on the theater, and replaced that scupper. So it's it's had a half a million dollars. It's a beautiful in place. Like when I when uh, I walk through, when you guys walk me through there, I mean it's it, oh it's gorgeous. It feels brand new, but it, it feels is. historic too. Like it feels it stays well, it, true to its roots. Basically, yeah, it absolutely. Those the color yeah. scheme and everything is what it was in. 26. Oh really? Yeah, I wondered that actually. No, it's it's they legitimately scraped it down and matched the colors. Those wow. aren't Pantone colors. That predates Pantone. Unreal. That's really cool. So I've wondered that because and if, if you haven't been in the Galois, I mean, going up to the second floor balcony and like looking out, oh. that view of the main walkway entry and then the chandelier they have it's there. It's so pretty. And, and yeah. that's just the first floor. If you actually you get the privilege to go up to the second or third floor, yeah. I mean, it's they have a lot of really cool rooms and other things up there. Well, yeah, I mean, I go to a fantastic. lot of shows. I mean, we're getting ready to go to, uh, I'm seeing a couple shows this year in like, St. Louis or Kansas City, like the Starlight Theater in Kansas City is one of my favorites, mm-hmm. and uh, the Uptown Theater and places yeah. like that. Yeah. that. They're much larger, but the Galois feels like that to me. I mean, it's got that old feel, just like a lot of those were built around the same time, but yeah. super decorative. I mean, it seems like people spent millions and millions of dollars on these places because they're gorgeous, but uh, you know, I know some of them have spent way more than 12 or 12 million dollars on a renovation for sure but uh for 12 million dollars you guys did a fantastic job making it look the way it does now and it's just absolutely gorgeous so definitely go visit it um so now that we've gotten to the history of it and the maintenance of it now how do you guys (laughs) run this i mean it's a non-profit people don't understand that that's a that's a big difference between profit and non-profit yes so how is the non-profit set up who's a part of it besides you guys or is it just you guys is it a, oh, founda- no. a foundation no, that helps run yeah, it? Yeah, there's it's it's a five hundred one c three nonprofit corporation okay. in the state of Missouri, and it's called the Gilroy Center for Arts and Entertainment. Uh, it originated as the Springfield Landmark Preservation Trust, and then mm. once it was built and and reestablished, they determined that that name wasn't necessary, and uh, and they cleaned things up, and so we created it to actually be what it was called, which is a novel idea. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, so we push that brand forward. And so there is a volunteer executive board. Uh, I'm, I just, I serve at the pleasure of that board as the executive director. I'm not, I'm an ex officio member. I don't have a vote. I, I work for a board and, uh, and then, and then as an, as an officer, 
the staff works for me. Right. So a, a good nonprofit board has one employee, and that's their executive director. Right. And then the rest of it moves on from there. So Joy is our associate director, and she facilitates everything else. So the right. way that this functions is really quite simple. Uh, the board's great, so they let me run our business, and uh, and then they just make sure that what I'm doing is ethical, and then make sure I'm equipped to be able to do what the vision is that right. we've set forward. So just make nice. sure you don't get sued and make right. sure you get some good acts coming through. Right. Yeah. Right. Just know, know, know your business and, and do it. And, yeah. and, uh, it's a hard business yeah. to know. Which, well, Luckily you got have, her. Well, Jeff yeah, and Joy both think, have a lot of know, experience in this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Joy, so once I, once I write the, sign the contract and go get the acts, then, then I really hand it off to Joy, and Joy's mm-hmm. responsible for cashing the checks that I'm writing. Right. So it's she's got the harder, oh my gosh, the harder part of yeah. this, uh, in that she's you know she's facilitating everything literally. And so we say all the time, if you once I, I'm living in the future, I'm right. already working on, you know, I'm literally already on 2024 on a lot wow. of stuff. Uh, Joy, I have to turn to Joy and say, "What am I doing this weekend? Yeah. What's, no. Who's here? Oh my gosh. Who's here this weekend? Which this weekend we He's have long forgotten. And, oh, and, you know, and I'm she the same hears way. you when you're talking quietly. <laughs> did you catch that? I did. Yeah. I think my hearing is perfect. <laughs> you got to listen. You got to listen. You got to be a Patreon oh, yeah. to hear you what we talked about Patreon. before this show of why that's funny. But yeah. um, but this She's is a good deaf. segue because. I'm I'm always really interested in this part of it because I am a huge music fan. That's like all I ever do when I'm not working. Even when I am working, I'm I'm listening to music or I'm a drummer at heart. But um, one thing that really interests me is how you get these bands to come to Springfield. You know, like for their first time, is it because they're desperate for an extra show or what? Because I want you to run me through that part of it because. <laughs> I'm talking so much. Well, well, no, it's Springfield. endorsement. You know what? It's a lot of different things. Because when we first started at the Gilloys, um, the you know everybody that Jeff asked told him no. That's what I mean. It's Springfield. They're like hell. It was nine out of ten calls were no. Dang man. You know, or they wouldn't take his call at all. Right. You know, who are you? Like when I was dating her all over again. Yeah, she you would, know, I had something she, else going on. If she, if she, oh, if she, if like she took my call, the answer was no. Right, yeah, 9 out of 10. Hey, one time, that's great. I wised up later. But, right. you know, it, but to me, you're a good salesman, obviously. Uh, he is. To get he joy is. of all people. Well, and I feel like maybe we should explore a little bit about how they got to where they where they are currently. Like, how did you get into even doing this? Because well, I know I mean. you you both have a, a, or a history in this industry. We both have a past. Both have a past. <laughs> a past. Mm. Mm. You, you can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It's not like a Jason Bourne thing. <laughs> yeah, let's let Joy take over. <laughs> yeah. Jason Bourne thing. Jeff is the history guru. He I tells our it. history better than anyone. I love so it. I feel so. like he's talked too much though, and we know yeah. we need to hear more. He from has you. talked a lot, but I couldn't hear him. <laughs> Relentless. Let, let me check the connection <laughs> here first. I mean the connection's good over here, so yeah. 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 Just keep it up. All you're doing is no, building up my I, sympathy vote out there. We do have a <laughs> I'm like a honestly like a ninth generation hillbilly from yeah. Christian County. That just so happens to be able to sing real good. And a ninth generation. Thank wow. you. That's everybody crazy. in talk my about, talk about everybody in my though. family I mean, sings. Yeah. And so my grandfather on my mom's side, Bill Mabe, him and his brothers actually started the first music show in Branson. Right. So wow. I sang on there for eighteen years, and my grandfather was my boss. Um, and then. I married, well, I married Jeff while I was still down there, but Jeff's now my boss. So I went from my grandfather to my husband. I think Jeff maybe said something different to that. I don't know. 
Yeah, I think yeah. she throws that around. He a knows lot. who the boss but is. I wait, was, wait, 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 wait. Here say, we go. Oh yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, Man. Will, I will say, um, I I had to learn a lot at the Gilloys. I'm just ignoring all of you now. At Good. There's a bunch so, of boys here now. Just another I, day in the um, resort for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to <laughs> learn a lot, and I'm still learning a lot. I can already it's, imagine. I'm constantly learning. And, but you but grew I up think in the it, industry. It helps yeah. that I came from the stage side. Yeah. Um, so I work. Because Jeff's more of the film side. I work st- extremely hard of, yeah. to make sure that those artists get everything that they want or need. Or, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I want this to be the best day yeah. of the tour. You for have them. a really good green room, basically. Well, it's all yeah. the other all stuff. The things I actually I have a great story. Um, Branford Marsalis oh, came. Wow. And his tour manager Man. was amazing, very kind. <laughs> they had this whole writer and I always ask them, Are there any updates? Is there are there things now that you like that right. you didn't like then? The green M and M thing with mm. Rosie So Osborne. he said, No, everything's good. You know, I've went over it and just that's what we need. And I said, Great. So I bought everything and I had it all set up and he came in and he called me backstage, which is not typically a good sign. Uh-oh. Typically if not. I go back, if I get called backstage, <laughs> right, I'm like, yeah. Oh no, Uh-oh. but it was fine. But we get back, I get back there and he said, um, this is way too much stuff. And I said, he's only one guy. This is what's on your rider. And he was like, really? And I said, yeah, but he told me. He hadn't me, read it at all. Well, he told me, it. he said, nobody's ever bought it. Oh, really? All. And I said, I didn't. I didn't know there was an option. I was going to say that's not part of the deal everywhere they I, go. I mean, I'm you hear all these stories of growing yeah. up of like Ozzy Osbourne yeah. and Green M and M's and all the frivolous stuff they asked so for. So he definitely You're said the he was, was going to pare that down. He was going to go through that. And, <laughs> Probably but, should. But it was crazy to me because we work so hard to get them everything that they need. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I think that stands out after a while. Well, and that's why I think yeah. you guys have developed a reputation in Springfield because, like I said, when you first started, you were people were telling you no left and right, but it is Springfield. Most people have no clue where it is. It's just another Springfield that they've heard of. Even when there's what twelve a million, of them around. yeah, I mean over forty, right? <laughs> Which yeah. I didn't know that. There is so there's like forty-one so or forty-two, right? So they're like Springfield. Where do you say Missouri? Yeah. Like where is that exactly? Right. You know, and and most of them don't know until they need that extra show on their tour where they know they can sell a thousand tickets and they can walk through there and just kind of blow through it and be gone. But like we talked about before the show. Um, you know, when I went to so- go see Gary Clark Jr. when he was in town, it was probably one of the best shows I've ever seen, period. And that's a lot of shows. Uh, but to see a Grammy-winning artist come to Springfield, whenever I saw that it was listed uh, for sale, I was like, there's no way they got Gary Clark Jr. to come <laughs> here. And if you don't know who he is, check him out. He's the best guitarist right. alive. Um, and some people think Joe Bonamassa, which he's amazing too, but I think Gary Clark is just so good. Uh, but to see him play the way he played in Springfield, he took it a little step further than other times I've seen him. And he was completely drenched in sweat, and he seemed like he really enjoyed it. Um, but, you know, one thing I asked you beforehand is what kind of feedback do you get from these guys? You know, other than you buy them all the frivolous crap they want. <laughs> well, I know like, the, the Weird Al story is another one we talked about beforehand. Yeah, and Weird Al. Because like, he requested to come back, which is... Yeah, he had played, right, and then that's, he came That's back a good sign. That's right? mind-boggling. Yeah. Brandy Carlisle is one of my favorite experiences where we brought her and she literally in the middle of the show said, everybody stop. And and then she literally stepped in front of the microphones where her feet were hanging off the stage and said, 
in a room like this, you have to honor the aesthetics. And so we're going to do the next song without any sound reinforcement. And so she just sang a cappella with oh the twins. I cried like the a twins baby. I bet. Singing. So the three-part <laughs> harmony, and Whoa. they did it without any. It was just them a cappella. And there were 860. And it filled the room, I bet, right? And everybody, it was like church. There was a reverence <sighs> that just sat there. And she and so they sang. Ooh. It was absolutely silent. And they're singing with no mics. Dude. That's getting the goosebumps right now. That's like and spiritual, though. It, it was. That's what it's all and, about right and, there. And when it was finished, there was that moment that it was like, am I supposed to clap? Am I supposed, what am I or supposed to do right now? do I keep respecting right the moment? That's right, yeah. and there was. There was just, and so. And like the I reverence you talk right, about. Right, there was yeah. a reverence there. And then when she finished, she was like, and you just let it simmer, right? Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. she was like, Okay. And then she went back and finished the show. And she was, of course, she's gone on to do brilliant things oh since gosh. then. Oh, my gosh. She's uh, huge now. But That's she amazing. was really funny. So yeah. the answer to your question is it, it's a variety of things. It's not necessarily words then. It's kind of where you're it's, going. It's not like no. them verbally saying, that was awesome. I want to come back. No, it's word just of some mouth of the stuff gets that around. Happens. Well, yeah. I mean, so Vince yeah. Gill came because of Lyle Lovett. I mean, okay. we got all these stories, right? So Lyle yeah. Lovett, Lyle Lovett it. came. And uh, Lyle Lovett is a is a photographer he's a photography enthusiast and he and he has a specific camera that he likes to shoot from the stage the house at mm -hmm. every stage he goes to he likes to commemorate these rooms I love that. and so he literally makes the front of house he tells them nobody even walks by the doors he doesn't want shadows in the windows of the doors or anything he's like wow. everybody get out wow. and leave me yeah. alone for 30 minutes so i can take these different exposures mm -hmm. with these camera and so wow so he did this and he posted the picture on instagram with this beautiful this beautiful little caption that said if i could play rooms like this the rest of my career i would die a happy oh my man gosh. Wow. and so how did you feel after that well amazing. here's what's here it gets better <laughs> if it's possible oh, this gets better <laughs> it gets better because because he put it on his instagram and and my social media coordinator at that time saw it because he had tagged us oh my gosh uh -huh. and so he's still here he's still getting ready to do the show and hmm. she calls me and says you got to see what Lyle Lovett just said about our theater. And so I went on and looked at it. And so I went back to the TM and said, hey, can I post this? And he said, it's on Instagram. You can do whatever you want. It's on Instagram. So I had been trying to get Vince Gill for three years, <laughs> oh. and he wouldn't come. And so I sent, that, I sent the link to Lyle Lovett's Instagram to his agent and said, here's a picture today, and – I didn't take it, right. and I didn't say that. That's on Lyle Lovett's Instagram account. You can look at it yourself. And so he looked at it, and not 24 hours later, the agent called after three years and said, Vince saw the picture, and he's going to come do the show. Whoa. And so, and so that's the way that's the way this works. These guys all yeah. talk, right? Yeah. But it took, a little, it took a little you know, fire under him to do it, which well, but it's, Lyle but Lovett's well, pretty respectable, right? you got to build the reputation <laughs> yeah. first. And we do. It's just like anything else where you have to go through the smaller acts, get the bigger ones, and get the reputation. And, and I feel like you we, guys have stepped through yeah. that a little we bit. We have, yeah. and I think oh, we've gotten to the place where the artists feel safe with us. Yeah. Right. Huge. You know? Very important. Or they that just big, like they yeah. just starting to answer your phone call after all these times, and they're like, you know what, hell with it. I'm just going to answer it this time, maybe. Well, yeah. it's not the artist. It's the agent, oh, right? Oh, sure. And, yeah. and those agents, sure. those agents uh, you, you just have to, you have to see it for what it really is, yeah. okay? You These artists, they they can't buy more time, right? You're, you've only got so many days to live. Right. Mm -hmm. And you got to pick where you're going to play on Thursday, where you want to get, where yeah. you want to spend your life on right. Thursday. Right. And, and whenever you realize that and you say, I've got a choice, between spending my life here with someone mm -hmm. or 
somewhere else with someone else, and they don't know either one of us. Mm-hmm. It's it's a challenge. Right. And so an agent has this enormous responsibility of saying, you trust me as an artist, and I'm going to put you in mm-hmm. safe, pleasant experiences. That make you but, money, too. But yeah. do they know me? Right. Have they ever been to Springfield? Right. Have they ever experienced the Gilois? Have they ever experienced what she provides in that in that experience? And mm-hmm. the answer is not at first. Right. And so they're looking, going, okay, does this make sense? And so, so the challenge for us is, and I think Joy's answered that challenge, is simply, you, you just tr- just trust me, right? And that's see what, what I, happens. That's what I end up saying. I end up right. saying, listen, if you'll just give me the shot, I promise you, your artist is going to be glad that you sent them to Springfield. Right. And they have, and, yeah. and they have been, and so then the agent calls and says, "Man, you thank you so much. That's awesome. Thank you so much." And then, that's and great. then that's whenever you say, "Can you great, tell who someone else? else do, who else yeah. do you one hundred percent get that right? referral?" Man. Bailiff yeah. Fleck, <laughs> Bailiff Fleck, and Abigail Washburn come. Bailiff Fleck, huge. eight, eight, nine, nine huge. Grammys now, Bailiff right? Fleck's huge. Uh, yeah. And so Bailiff Fleck comes in, and after the show, we're sitting backstage talking, and he <laughs> says, "He says, hey, uh, I love this place. This is my favorite place to play in Missouri." And I can't believe wow. I've never played here. Jeez. And I go, stop. And he said, what? And I said, are you serious or are you yanking my chain? He said, no, I love this. Wow. And I said, call your agent right now. Right. So he calls the, gets out his cell phone, calls the agent. It's 11 o'clock Tell at night. Tell him that. Uh-huh. And says, hey, it's Bela. And I just wanted to let you know, I love playing here. Thanks for putting me here. He hung Gosh. up. Not a week later, an agent calls me, who I didn't even know. And says, "Hey, I I share an office space with the agent for Bela Fleck, and I'm routing Craig Ferguson. Wow, would you think about bringing Craig Ferguson to Springfield? Stop Missouri? it! And I said, "That's exactly how do you, were you Jeez, on the call?" Man. I said, yep. "Are you?" I said, Gosh. "Yeah, when?" He said, "It's close. It's like six weeks." And I said. Done. Oh my god! Just send me the paperwork, and he killed. He did. Ferguson, he killed it. Killed it. He killed it. But again, it's the it's the threads that are connected. Oh my god! So you you put yeah. the time in, and you get those guys. And yeah, the marquee stuff is it's fun. Yeah. You know, Dave Chappelle, John. Dude, Mulaney. I was going to ask you how you yeah. got Dave Chappelle because he killed it no, too. Nobody has any. I, I I still don't know how. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea how I got Dave Chappelle. Like, did you black I mean, out throughout I mean, that whole process? No, that's I have huge. no idea how we got Dave Chappelle, Four, and I have no nights? idea how we got. Uh, well, no, I, I no, two you, shows. Two in one shows. Night. That's yeah, right. I mean, you've had like Brian Regan and other big comedians. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. But Dave Chappelle's a big deal, right? Transcendent, and he was so inappropriate. John Mulaney. John Mulaney's great too. Yeah, Chappelle was hilarious because he actually walked back. To his hotel, he left. Huh. He he left he the made car. Made you nervous, really? I had to. Walk, I walked I him back. He just walked away, and his security stands in the back door. Away. And I see him walking. I'm like, "There goes your boy." <laughs> and and the guy's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Your your guy <laughs> he's is, is up Olive Street." And so I go walking up there, and he's just. Of course, he's a chain smoker. Yeah, like, yeah. And he's walking. A guy didn't even go to the show. Is walking across. Goes Chappelle. Stop. <laughs> he comes over, and they start talking. And I go up there, and they're just they're sitting back there talking up there in the alley by the Holland Building. Dang man. And, he, wow. and he's just talking. And finally, I go, Dave, you can't stay out here on the streets. No, you're gonna. Get we're gonna flooded, have to yeah. get. We're gonna have to get you out of here. Yeah. And he's like. All right, man. No kidding. Was he, he pretty back. cool? Oh, yeah. he's, I bet he he's super incredible. Cool. Yeah. So I walked back, and the security guy still leaned up against his car, and I said, hey, your boy's in this hotel room. <laughs> he's not even here. And he goes, are you kidding? I said, <laughs> no. Poor said, security guy. He goes, he goes and it was, it was his security. It was his security. It wasn't ours. It was his security. <laughs> Just to clarify. And his security goes, 
I'm so fired. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. But there's well, no way do? he's fired. Dave walked away. I'm like, dude, your job's safe. He walked away from you. And he's, you know what? He and, probably did it just to yank his chin. Yeah. And Dave's a lot more built than he looks like. He he used dude, to be super big. skinny, but he's a big dude. Oh, he's man. not. He's I wouldn't want to mess with him. Actually, oh, he's no. a farmer and all sorts. Nobody's of stuff. gonna mess with Dave Chappelle. <laughs> and that's why he walks around like He'll that. Just, but like, pound you like well, a we, we got like a minute or two. I know, and I hate to do that because it goes by so fast. But I know my only biggest interaction with a Grammy-winning artist was was Gary Clark Jr. and I was this close to him and wanted to say hi but I kind of respected him and I was like he's staying at the Hotel V like that's kind of what I wondered if a lot of people stayed there for your shows and stuff but well, we, we don't, don't ever ta- we don't ever talk about I mean they they certainly have stayed there yeah. and we love Hotel Vandevoort yeah. where is our it's incredible right for street. downtown and and that experience uh, for them, whether it's just eating or right. an after party or whatever it is, you just you never know who you're going to see there. But oh man, but we move them around. So, some of it's just preference. Some of it's how many, how many of them. A lot of them aren't even spending the night. Oh, you're right about them, that. You know, They're in and out. Through. Luckily, we have the Springfield Airport that's really blown up yeah. and helped you guys out. But you know, a lot the, of tour the buses. Coolest Most thing about the Galois though is. Like we talked about earlier, the revitalization of downtown or just Springfield in general, I feel like, you know, and yeah. uh, seeing what is going on downtown now with the History Museum. And then you've got all these nice restaurants that have opened up and they've stayed open. Right. <laughs> they haven't just right. come on the scene and right. they're gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I miss the Regency and places like that from back in the day and all that. But it's really nice to see that everything has grown up and it's really grown up around you guys. So what those people did when they were standing in that room saying, can we let this go to pot? was the biggest conversation that's ever happened in Springfield, I think. Because now you've talked about this building that was supposed to be torn down to one that has revitalized almost an entire community. And it's opened up a lot of avenues for people because me growing up, it was the juke joint at best that you could go see. And I saw Incubus there when they first came out. It was a great space. That That was was a reputable space. Huge, nice space. was was great. For as small as it was, it was very intimate, but... Uh, you'd have to go to St. Louis to the pageant or the right. Fox Theater, Americana Theater, or any of these theaters that I've been to. I know that when I go to, like, we just went to the pageant last year, I want to say, or year before, and I was missing the Galois. You know, mm-hmm. we went up there to see Kaleo, and they were they were great, but um, I missed the intimacy of the Galois at a moment like that when you can't get close to the stage, and it's I think the Galois is set up better. I don't know. It's just the acoustics are better, I think, too. Um, but, you know, most of the bands that you see now, they're not super loud like we used to see, like we used to lose our hearing right. after you went to the show. <laughs> not um, Joy. Some people. <laughs> not Joy. I Joy's, figured I'd bring it back Joy's around. Joy's hearing is exceptional. <laughs> I wanted one more hearing joke about Joy. But but, Adrian, <laughs> I'm surprised you actually can hear being in show business as long as you I, were. I will she admit. Can't. I will admit. <laughs> what are you talking like, about? I can't hear you. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. Um, see? I'm sorry. I can't hear you. I, I, did, I did used to take naps during rehearsal on the drum ride. Oh, my God. While they they were practicing. So you sleep really well, sleep. too. I do sleep well. It's a gift. <laughs> no matter how much he snores Unless my dog anything. wakes me up. Right. Yeah, but not dog. Jeff. He, he knows better than to wake you up. Yeah. Well, Thanks yeah. for clarifying I'm not the dog. <laughs> right. Yeah, I figured, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I figured I'd throw you a bone at least here. Oh. Uh, he's not the dog, man. Hey, let me say, let me say this because you referenced the whole revitalization thing, and I do yeah. think it's important, and I and I appreciate so much you guys covering the nonprofit side of it. Yeah. But it's, it's also really critically important that we keep the context of the arts for a community, what the health... Uh, well-being of a community is not just with the Gilroys, but the greater arts community. It's incredibly, incredibly important. Uh, we talk about the revitalization of downtown. That's great, but here's some realities that people often overlook that is critical to my existence. One of them is this theater pulls people from 
you know, last year we pulled from 47 states and six foreign countries bought tickets in Springfield, Missouri Gosh. to our independent thousand seat theater. Wow. And these people aren't coming in and leaving. They're spending the night and they're, right. they're at a hotel the week, V probably. or any of these. And yeah. they're, and they're, and so hotel rooms and that sales tax that is so critical to, to our deal, Gosh, restaurant, yeah. parking, all of these things. As a matter of fact, the numbers that they say, Americans for the Arts says that for every ticket that I sell above the money that comes to our nonprofit theater, an average of $32.74 is spent per ticket in our community. Which wow. means that it's not just about how much does the Gilroys make, because the truth is that we operate on about ten percent margin. Wow! So whenever you look at a ticket and you say, "Man, that <laughs> ticket's a hundred dollars," yeah, ninety dollars of it is attached to the show. Yeah, it's show-related it expenses. So ten dollars of that hundred dollars is helping me keep this this hundred-year-old building alive. Oh my God! That's the reality of it. And there's no business that's operating on a ten percent margin. No, I was going to say world. you try to run a business on ten percent so, margin. See how long so, you last. No, so don't. that's that's why the twenty-six club memberships and these things are so critically okay. important. And it's why we're genuinely grateful whenever people buy tickets. They need to understand. But the the truth is that there's so much more that we provide economically yeah. beyond the sale of that ticket right. that is critical to the health. And again, I'm not just beating the drum for the Gilloys. I'm beating the drum for for the Little Theater, yeah. for Juanita K, for for the arts in our community, the symphony, mm -hmm. these pieces, often people look at this and say, well, this is just, this is frivolous. It's mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. It literally makes your students better. Yeah. The tests all show it. More it makes you healthier. Yeah. There's a reason over half of the hospitals in, in the country have an arts program, and it's not just for patients. It's for, it's for staff and for physicians. Right. It reduces your healing time. It reduces oh. the number of pain medications that you need. Yep. This is... This is the language of your soul. Yeah, it gives people dreams and hopes and hundred percent. You know, 100%. and I think I think that's why. I mean, we didn't we didn't talk about the pandemic. But, oh, yeah, we but didn't. I think but you made it through you know, it. We, we made it through it, um, and we're grateful. Yeah. But that's one of the things I miss the most is that for the first time ever, when something catastrophic happened, we couldn't get together. Oh Community. my god! And yeah. we're we're created to. Be together, man. I bet that killed you guys, though, because well, you're, you're everybody. used to doing we all saw, of this. Stuff. We saw yeah. pictures of. I saw a picture of a sold out GA show. Yeah. all those bodies, you know, slammed into <laughs> yeah. the front, and I literally started bawling. Oh my god! Because I was like, "What if that never happens again? You're right. What if though. I never get to see that again? Yeah, a lot of yeah. despair. And so, there. so now that it's back. You know, yeah. it's like what a healing all yeah. of that is. And everyone is super yeah. grateful, right? We had a ninety-one percent loss in revenue the year and a half we were closed. Ninety-one wow. percent loss in revenue, Jeez. and and so for us to be able to come back is really a testimony to the health of this community, to the to the to the board who is yeah. incredibly courageous. I didn't have to lay anybody off. Right. They they stepped up and and let me let me run my race, and and I really genuinely think. They're either incredibly brave or incredibly stupid or, an, or a unique mix of both. <laughs> right. But they've really, smart they've really, yes. really yep. been consistently equipping us to do what we need to do yeah. and being supportive of us yeah. and the community as well. And so I just, I, you know, I love what you guys are doing. I'm grateful for the opportunity to talk about it. But it's so, so important that we that we keep putting the arts in the proper context. Right. Because it's about so much more than the show. It's yeah. economic. And it's, it's, it's economics. Economy. It's yeah. the it's the best investment we can make in downtown yeah. Springfield. 
It's better than student housing. It's better than bars. Oh, gosh. This, you know, if you go to Park Central East, and I know that's an unpopular thing to say. I apologize. (laughs) But I will just tell you, if you go to Park Central East and you go from Jefferson to the square, this is the only building that is still doing what it was built to do 100 years ago. Unreal. The tattoo shop was not a tattoo shop in (laughs) 1926. The sushi restaurant was was not a sushi restaurant. And nothing against those guys. But 96 years later, we're doing exactly what we were built to do in 1926. And oddly enough, post-COVID, by adding film back in, we're so much closer than than the program that, that we started with right. than we were even yeah. in the 80s. Right? And there's got nothing all this live like that. stuff, and there's nothing like it. And so those pieces are really critically important, yeah. and I encourage you just to – you know, advocate, advocate. How advocate. do we get involved? Though? You know, because I've thought about being on your board. If there's ever space, let me know, uh, because that's one thing I would love to do. But how do people support you besides not having Patreon and things like that? How do people support you? Do you have fundraisers you want to pitch? Do you guys need just average support of writing you know, checks every month or what? Well, I mean, those, I mean, those are we, always nice. But yeah, sure. It's a five hundred one c three. We we're delighted with those, and they're tax deductible memberships. Uh, the Twenty Six Club membership is a great method that gives you great benefits. It's not tax deductible because there are benefits that are there that you get, which means like we've got Nitty Gritty Dirt Band going on sale on Friday, and so if you're a Twenty Six Club member, you get to buy tickets a day early, oh. and that means you get the chance to buy them. It's not a discount ticket, but it's the best seats, right. and so you have the ability to get your front row before anybody yeah. else does, and and so those pieces are there. There's also movie tickets and concession vouchers and other things that are attached to that. So just attend this stuff too. You attend it, but you can go to our they website. Can, they can give tons. online at galois.org. Okay. There's plenty of buttons, donate buttons for them to. <laughs> Good. We're going to share those really as well. Website. We'll share all Galois. that. Galois. We, can, yeah. we can do a screenshot. Yeah. Film of that. We'll sure. They worked really hard on that. That's oh. just yeah, we newly, just really, really, really nice. renovated. Yeah, Thanks. yeah. Because I mean, it. I remember seeing the old one. It was not as good. This it one was looked really well. No, this yeah. was really real classy. It looked real clubbish, yeah. and now it looks like a historic it venue looks, that's on the Congressional Registry of Historic Places. Whoever did it, it makes sense. I wouldn't sense. have gone that <laughs> yeah. far. It's it's there because I've seen historic sites, and those are not nearly as good as what yours is. Yeah, yours is even better. I know. I got a picture in my head when you said that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, most of the stuff you find is run down a little bit, or it's pretty original and all that. But you guys had we're forced to re- just gonna say 90s renovate. website that's all I'm it was say. yeah it was good looks the like new I one's did it. very classy <laughs> that's though what so. I was thinking. thanks but thank you guys so much for one. for coming on this show we really yeah, really man. appreciate yeah. it man Grateful Always for the fun. opportunity absolutely and you guys come back anytime you guys want to you know if you want to throw something out there for an event or something that's going on is there anything uh so what's your next few acts let's just talk about that real quick i'm so glad you asked i can tell you Lori morgan uh, is going to be with us this Saturday, this okay. Saturday, April first. Uh, yeah, Justin she has a, she has a special name for Jeff. Oh come on, are you Lori Morgan me? has Lori a Morgan. Are you, name? For are you, you not going to do? Does. Do Can not I tell do, it. Oh my! Please gosh, do. Come on, nobody's listening. Remember? She calls him Big Dog Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so hey, so feel free to worse, feel free to refer to big me dog that. daddy. Big I'm dog writing that daddy. down. Big dog daddy. <laughs> That's great. So whenever I come out with this later for a little pitch of how excited I am to talk to you guys, I'm going to talk about big dog, daddy. big dog daddy, joy, joy and big dog daddy. 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 Steel. I have about no that. idea. I have no idea what she was doing, but she called me big dog daddy, and some of the staff heard it and they just immediately. <laughs> I was like, I saw him standing there, and I was like, oh man, oh this you're done now. So done. So yeah, so that that'll be great. Justin Wilman, there's a whole new set of celebrities that are coming out now. Uh, yes, that the are magician, the, right? Yeah, he's on Netflix. He's got yeah. Magic for Humans. That's the yeah. guy. Is that yeah. right? I still need to get tickets for that. Actually, so yeah. I'll be going to that as well that's, with my kids. Awesome. They love that show. 
And uh, there's, I mean, there's just a ton. If you go to Gilloys.org, G-I-L-L-I-O-Z.org, it has so many things that are coming up uh, and opportunities that are there, and some great information just historically, historically as well. So uh, that's the that's the online home for our park central home okay well i mean you guys need to come back we've got other topics i'd love to talk to you guys about especially with the Ticketmaster stuff going on and how that affects oh, people oh we that could have a stuff. great so conversation i do kind of want to talk about it a little bit but uh i won't put you on the spot today because we are out of time yeah. thank you everybody for watching jeff and joy thank you so much for being Thanks. here we do appreciate thank it you. uh and everybody yeah, yes and david thank you for all your hard work all the time with all Thanks, this Thanks, i don't david. thank you nearly enough you know? That's awesome. i'm just in a good mood now that they've been here do you have a little so, heartfelt like hallmark moment soundtrack that's in that we were holding hands earlier underneath here oh yeah i'm just kidding um but otherwise uh, there it is (laughs) that's Um, as heartfelt as you get right on that note yeah that's my low voice uh we need to do that again because i've had a little respiratory infection i think that probably helps but uh otherwise guys have a good day keep exploring the ozarks everybody thanks again for listening to exploring the ozarks make sure to like share and subscribe to our social media channels to help us keep exploring the stories of the ozarks If you're looking for more ways to support our show, we have sponsorships for businesses and Patreon for individual supporters. Check the links in the description for more details. Thanks for your support and keep exploring the Ozarks.